Welcome to Beyond the Press Release on Production with Gorkon, in which we take the time to speak to small cap executives after they put out important news. And I don't know if we can even call this important news. It's blockbuster news. And what we're going to be talking about today with Marshall Gunter, the CEO of Datametrics AI, trades in Canada under DM for our friends in the US, DTMXF, and for our friends in Europe, D4G on Frankfurt. For those new to the story, Data metrics has the rare benefit that most small cap companies only dream of by having two successful independent divisions that are each capable of being a company maker. So more just lip service, let's go right to the numbers. Q3 revenue, $10.8 million, up 120 plus percent. I'm rounding. Nine month revenue, 40.3 mil. Gross profit, 19.3 mil. EBITDA, 13.6 million. It's unbelievable hitting out of the park. And the two divisions are, first, they're artificial intelligence-driven uh, social media monitoring discovery product, amongst other things. And the second one is the COVID-19 test kit distribution, which has supplied a lot of those revenues. But now it's the AI side uh, that's really kicking in because here's the headline, data metrics selected to proceed on government project worth a total of $40 million. Marshall, welcome back, my friend. Glad to be back, George. And certainly on that note, I am super excited to be here. You should be. By the way, Happy New Year to you, your family, the whole and data metrics team. What a way to start the new year for shareholders, huh? Yeah, absolutely. And for the staff. This is just a validation of everything we've been doing for the past couple of years and of, you know, even of the COVID effort, as you know, we expressed earlier. Everything that we've done on that side to help Canadian businesses, the government, and all the profits have been pushed back into the AI, into our core business, and now it really shows. Dad, you just started the year firing, because we call this beyond the press release, but you've got three <laughs> amazing press releases, and we're just finishing up what essentially the second is the second week of the year, so I can't wait to see <laughs> what you have in store with us for the next two weeks. Let's talk about the first one. Uh, sure. Data metrics selected to proceed on $40 million government project. Um, the press release clearly states, due to confidentiality reasons, there's not a lot you can talk about. But we do know something new here, and that it, it involves the data metrics social media uh, automated reporting technology, SMART. Uh, can you talk to us a little bit about, I know you can't give specifics, but why SMART? is so valuable to governments in general around the world? Well, SMART is super valuable for, for a very specific reason is it reduces something called time to insight. Now, let me, let me express that um, a little more simply is when we're dealing with tons and tons of data, the idea is to make something actionable out of it. Like, I mean, it's great if I have all the data on earth, but if I can't do anything with it, it's useless, okay? Now, what SMART does in with all the automation is reduce that time to insight. So instead of having say to read a hundred documents and it's going to take me eight hours to figure out what's going on, et cetera, smart can do all that for you, summarize it, send it over to you in a text or an email and do it while you're drinking your coffee. And so you will have that time to insight and that actionable thing within minutes or even seconds in some cases and not hours. And that is invaluable not just for you know governments or anything but even for businesses you know so if you can be 20 minutes ahead of the next guy or you know a day ahead of the next guy that's money in the bank and that's the reason that smart is so important and smart before today has had a lot of success i mean it's been growing and growing in its success 
but this isn't like the first win for smart at the end of the day you've been brought in by uh other uh, some some u.s government agencies some other canadian government agencies right so that yeah, word is getting out because i quote here you say it represents a pivot to attract other high profile customers mm-hmm. um so is that is that what you fully expect to happen because smart yeah. has been growing but this is like the big crowning event for it well, it's not just a crown. I don't want to consider it a crowning event because I don't think we've gone that far yet, just to be brutally honest. Or an inflection um, then, an inflection. Well, it's more, it's not, it is an inflection point. I would call it that, but I would call it more validation. Okay. Because smart works and we know it works. It, you know, it was built in conjunction with some really intelligent people, both in and out of the Canadian US governments, NATO, et cetera. So this has, you know, been an ongoing process, but for this to come up, and to be one of the centerpieces of a contract like this really validates the work that data metrics has done, how well this software works and, you know, where we can go with it. What does it say about the third party validation to, to announce something like that? Um, you know, cause look, a lot of people have great technology uh, and, and most of us don't know how to validate. You know, most of us, even some of the experts really don't know how to, compare apples to apples because AI is constantly, you know, constantly growing, constantly evolving. What does it say about third-party validation here that, uh, that you guys are able to uh, announce this to the world? Well, what it says is the product works. <laughs> and you're, you're absolutely right. I mean, AI and computer science in general moves at like the speed of light and, and it's only accelerating. Awesome. I mean, it gets faster every day. I mean, if you remember 10 years ago, I mean, even 10 years ago, nobody was even talking about AI. It was all big data, right? And so it's big data, big data, big data. Now it's AI, AI, AI. I don't think anybody tracks big data anymore, but this is how fast things move. And for third parties to be willing to invest and pay for and, you know, come after our software the way they are, that just tells us that we're on the right track. We're delivering something that is valuable to our clientele and they're willing to do it. And we believe that we can take that value and expand that clientele and expand that company. And that's, that's where I think that this is really validated. We know that AI is going to be, I don't even know, you see estimates about where AI is going to grow to this decade and the numbers are just ginormous. So you don't even know how to sometimes quantify, but let's talk about specifically about social media automated reporting, maybe that small slice, right? Mm -hmm. Do you guys foresee, or do you see that from a pipeline or speaking to your potential customers? Do you, how big do you guys foresee that market just, just for your smart product uh, growing in the next two, three years? I don't want to say 10 years, but I've got to assume social media is growing. The need for smart is going to grow exponentially. Yeah, absolutely. And social media has not slowed down. So, and the thing, the nice thing about our system is it's adaptable and it's easily adaptable. So, you know, as news, as social media changes, you know, whether it's internally, like say, you know, Facebook changes the way they do things, they change feeds, et cetera, or, you know, the Twitters of the world, or if there's new platforms um, and we're seeing this, you know, the rise of TikTok over the past few years. Um, we can adapt to those different Discord. platforms. Yeah, Discord is another one. Everybody's on Discord now. Um, but no, social media is not slowing down. In fact, it's 
speeding up. And one of the challenges over the past couple of years, and one of the reasons AI has been used to do it is because social media is producing more data than we can consume. So, um, you know, with a technology like smart, you're able to get your head around this, right? You know, you're able to do it and you're able to do it very, very, very quickly. <laughs> yeah, instead of getting lost in the wash of, in a sea of data, at least with smart, I can say, okay, just take a smart, take out what people are saying about Agoracom, about Agoracom's clients and about Agoracom's competitors, which that alone is worth, the, 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 is, is worth its weight in gold. That's right. And you can find that gold right inside that haystack. And then we can point you right to it. We can go from the macro views down to the micro views and we can automate this. So you don't miss any important messages or any important pieces of information that come out across social media. So no, we don't see this as uh, slowing down. We see it as accelerating. And a lot of the techniques that we pioneered through the smart system can be applied into other verticals. And we will definitely be looking through that. Smart's always been, up until now, it seems like an enterprise level uh, solution. At what point does it, or ever, maybe it's always going to stay enterprise because enterprise is the biggest money and they're, you know, that, that never ending. At what point, at, at some point, does it become available to Agoracom and ABC Widgets uh, to, to, for, their, for their own purpose? More like artificial intelligence as a service because you're not, you know, we're, we're not big enough for $40 million contracts, let's say, but... Yo, does it get to that point? At some point, yeah, it does get commoditized. Okay. Now that's not going to be, you know, in the short or midterm, I, I don't think. But, you know, as technology advances, it does tend to get commoditized. And, you know, this has been proven throughout history. You know, when a television first came out, it was a luxury item. Now it's people have five or six of them in their homes, right? It's not, it's not a big deal. I mean, something everybody's familiar with is the smartphone, right? They used to come in a briefcase and you saw them on MacGyver. Um, now everybody's got one in your pocket and it's more powerful than the rocket we sent people to the moon on, right? So yeah, smart will get commoditized. Is that soon? No. Um, minimum five we, years at least ah, no 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 it's going to go faster than that I definitely so, huh? go faster than that yes this type of technology um, will enter you know consumer space I would my prediction don't hold it in stone if I could predict the future I'd just play the lottery um, <laughs> uh, but you know within you know a few years I would think these types of technologies are going to start seeing you know seeing their way into the general public's hands and, you know, smart itself. Um, well and, and thanks for that conversation. I think that was important because we couldn't go over the details. Usually what we do is talk about the details within this <laughs> government project, but your hands are tied, which means our hands are tied, but at least yeah. this gives people idea surrounding smart and why it's probably so valuable to, to on this government project. Yeah. And just to be clear, as those details do become available, we will be sharing them with the general public. It's, you know, but um, as of right now, you know, those details are still being worked out what we can and cannot say. So let's move on to the next piece of news, which I've got to believe this $40 million project probably was the final catalyst, even though I'm sure you guys have been discussed for a long time. And that's uh, data metrics initiates to move to the TSX main board. So why now? Because uh, you've had plenty of opportunity before this with some incredible Q quarterly and nine month numbers. Uh, why is this the right time to make the move? And let's talk about potential ETA is not going to lock you down on specific dates, but you know what that timeline and process looks like. Sure. 
So let, let's tackle that in two stages. So let's start with why now? That's the first question. Okay, so the past couple of years, we've spent really solidifying the company. And before we made any major moves across, you know, exchanges or, you know, major company changes or anything like that, we really wanted to be totally grounded. And we feel as a group that right now we are totally grounded. You know, we have the financing. Okay, so we've got, you know, our, our bank accounts look good. Um you know, our books look good. You know, we've talked about that before here, but our books needed cleaning up. We cleaned those up rather well. And now, you know, announcing these contracts we have over the past few weeks coming into the new year, we know we're on sound ground going forward. And so with all those things um, happening at the same time, we, you know, as a management group and as a board of directors, we feel that now is the time to move forward with this initiative, you know, and sort of graduate the company. You know, because we feel like at this stage, it's time to graduate. We've had a few clients kind of graduate, you know, from the venture to the to the big board TSX. Mm -hmm. And a big requirement there we've seen a few times. Some of my clients have had to uh, actually go and raise money because they got to meet a ten million dollar <laughs> minimum threshold or they've got to show enough cash on hand that they can operate their businesses for. I can't remember what the period of time is, one year, 18 mm -hmm. months, but they've got to show that. Let's talk about that because you 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 have to announce that. Mm -hmm. uh, you've had to announce that. What does your cash at hand look like? And do you have to go out and do more financing or does that satisfy the big board that you've got the resources necessary to run your business unabated for the next you know period of time? Well, right now, you know, we're sitting on around $20 million cash and cash equivalent. Um, so as of right now, we should be pretty good. Now we're working our way through this process with the TSX. You know, we've already started it. Everything is going well. Um, you know, if there are any other requirements that we don't know about, we'll definitively tell people. But as of right now, no, we're in good shape. What should shareholders expect ballpark time-wise? I know we're not going to pin you down to it, <laughs> but you, you obviously you've been speaking to your board, your lawyers, your bankers, yeah. and they've given you a, a you know, ballpark range, four to six months, six to nine yeah. months. Anything that we can, uh, you, you can tell us about that? It's a ballpark range. You're looking out four to six months, something like that. It's, um, this isn't a fast process, right? No. You know, there, there's a lot of paperwork involved and a lot of scrutiny involved. Um, and the fact that we've been given the go ahead, I think is a great validation of the company. And it's also something that, you know, like I said earlier, it's the right time. So let's go ahead and start that process. Let's get started on eating into those six months and, you know, get it done. How far is that $20 million take you, Marsh? That's a powerful balance sheet. There are, very, oh. <laughs> there are very few small cap companies out there that have $20 million on the balance sheet. And by the way, almost all that has come in via your operations. You know, mm. we've seen cannabis companies that have had $20 million because they went out and did a ridiculous raise and just burned through all of it. Mm. Um, but, you know, how far is that $20 million take you? And, and given the fact that you're a CEO and you're prudent, well, the great thing about you is you're prudent. You're not just you're not just throwing you're throwing around nickels like manhole covers. Well, no, that twenty million to, uh, puts us in good shape for years to come. And I'm not talking about with just being prudent. Like you know, we we're in a really good place right now that we can you know start expanding. We've just brought on a new IRPR manager, you know, and we're looking to get into a lot more public relations, a lot more investor relations, things like that. But even with all of these expanded initiatives inside the company, we're good for years. 
you think there might be any new initiatives coming from that 20 mil? I mean, you've got enough firepower <laughs> obviously right now, but are there any dream initiatives? Because it's AI, you guys have unbelievable capability, you have unbelievable uh, brain brain power over there. Is there is there part of another part of AI that you're looking to go to, or do you have enough product and enough pipeline on the table that you're just going to stay laser focused on what you're doing right now? Well, let's uh, that that answers in two parts. Number one, the brain trust is always looking for good ideas, right? So <laughs> we're never going to turn a good idea down. Um, as of right now, though, we're into let's see here one, two, three, four verticals that are going pretty heavy on the engineering side just as we speak. Um, so in the next you know few months, nah, that's highly unlikely. That being said, if there is a great opportunity and there's something we think that um, you know we might be able to you know expand the company with or generate some value on we're definitely going to explore and something like that does happen and becomes material you guys will hear about it i guess at some point it'd probably be a pretty good idea to do what we call a beyond the deck because there are so many great parts of data metrics now that you know would be probably worth going through each of the segments help people visualize mm -hmm. uh so they can really really hone in and you know on, on these on the total structure because on that note you've got you know, maybe this might not be a bad time for an update on Medical, Coin Analyzer, uh, Interbee. Is it a good time maybe to do a, a quick update on those? Sure, I can give a quick update on that. So, uh, Medical on for everybody is going along rather well. So, the apps and everything are feature complete. They're you know in full. They've been in beta testing for a couple months, um, and we're just shoring up the parts of the business. You know, trying to get this ready for a launch, and which should be fairly soon. So, you know, we're talking, you know, just probably within you know the next weeks and months that that's going to be announced. Very, you know, we're right on the cusp. Uh, as far as Interbee is concerned, there's not a lot I can say about Interbee. Um, <clears throat> you know, this contract was signed right before the holidays. We're just coming back from the holidays. Um, and there is a confidentiality clause that's being, you know, what we can and cannot say. Man, you're just that surrounded say, by confidentiality clauses. There's a lot of them. Trust me. It makes I sense, though. Wouldn't. It's high technology <laughs> and high application. It makes sense. Yeah, they don't. When it comes to this stuff, this is all about competition and keeping your, you know, keeping your cards close to your chest um, for these pieces. Uh, you know, you definitely don't want your competition knowing exactly what you're doing in there. But Interby is shorting up really well. There's a lot of interest around this one. Um, and, you know, there's already some R&D product being said, and we're only, like I said, a few weeks into it, if you discount half of December when everybody was gone. Sure. So the project is just, I mean, it's flying off the engineering tables. And as those, you know, materials become, or things become more material, you know, we will be, you know, announcing that as they get cleared, et cetera. Coin analyzers in about the same state. Um, so expect some news about those guys in the next few months, you know, as those things are worked out um, and moving along. It's in roughly the same state, though, as Entropy. You know, there's a lot of R&D rolling out. They're doing really well. The, the first passes are very encouraging. Well, the great thing about data metrics and you at the helm is sl uh, slow is smooth, smooth is fast. You don't rush anything, but you've proven time and again through two different divisions that you get it right and you're able to deliver. So I can't wait to actually see how, how those shore up, how those play out in 2022. And not to forget, you know, it's great when we talk about big news, like $40 million projects, TSX uplist, but you also announced, I mean, if you just, if any small cap company made this just one announcement in the first two weeks of January, they'd be ecstatic. 
right? But almost gets lost in the ether, which is uh, $1.15 million purchase orders from Samsung and Latte. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us about how those, obviously those relationships, that's a great sign. How are those relationships going? Because we all know who Samsung is. And for those who are new to the story, you know, Latte is a multi-billion dollar South Korean conglomerate where mm-hmm. you've got, you know, partner, preferred partner status there. How well are those relationships going and where do you see them going in 2022? Well, those relationships are going really well. So let me explain how this type of stuff uh, works and those land and expand strategies and what you're seeing here. So, you know, we announced this two years ago, land and expand strategies with Latte Corporation. Okay. So the idea is with these large conglomerates that have, you know, hundreds and hundreds of subsidiary companies and et cetera, is we want to get in to one. And we want to do a really, 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 really good job. And then they'll tell all their friends about it. Well, that's what's happened in both of those companies. In fact, we're preferred vendor there. So um, so when you see these contracts coming in that you see like um, the, the ones you're discussing, this is just expanding. They need more licensing. They need more seats. They need to move this into other divisions that they want to try to take a look at. And, you know, those initial forays are a million bucks, two million bucks here and there, and then they get re-upped. So that's that's exactly what we're seeing here. They just keep coming back and back and back. And that's our goal. That's what we're working for. And, you know, with 300 companies running around, you know, that's a lot of math. And, and <laughs> Let's just say back. That's yeah. a great sign because, uh, you know, I, uh, there's a real nice saying out there. It's easy to make a sale. Sales happen, but can you get the repeat orders? Yeah. Because that's when the customer, you know, the first time out, it's like, all right, I'm going to go with George here. He sounds like he's got something. But if they don't repeat, it means we don't have a solid business plan or a solid business model. There, Your clients are repeating with you, right? Mm-hmm. What comfort, what you know, feelings should shareholders take from that, the fact that you've got some massive global conglomerates that keep repeating and re-upping? Well, the the thing that I take from it, and we would like to, you know, let shareholders know uh, about this, it, it means that we're rock solid, okay? We're not going anywhere. This is not a flash in the pan. This is not something that, like you said, oh, it's going to explode for five minutes, and then it's just going to go away through, you know, a year later. No, we're here to stay. And it's not that we're just here to stay, we're growing. <laughs> so <clears throat> as you see these new contracts come in, as you know, a million bucks here, two million there, three million there. This is just pure growth. And as long as we keep executing, it's going to stay. Fair to say, last question, uh, Marshall. How happy are you with how data metrics is positioned from an operations point of view, customer pipeline, you know, and technology point of view. Uh, is it, uh, is it where you expected it to be a couple of years ago? Is it surpassed your expectations? And probably most importantly, you know, given where you're at, what, you know, on a scale of one to 10, what's your outlook like for 2022, 2023 now? So uh, from, you know, you're talking about operations and engineering and all that. I'd say we're light years ahead of where I expected us to be. Um, at this point, especially with, you know, these last couple of weeks and stuff just really catapulted us uh, into the stratosphere um, from where I saw us going, you know, two years ago. 
as far as the outlook is concerned, you know, we're going to take that momentum and we're going to drive it into 2022. And there are no plans to stop that. You know, we have laid the groundwork for that in the past few months. I know everybody, it's been a little quiet. Um, we haven't had as much material things to talk about. The real reasons for all of that is we were laying all the groundwork for this, making sure that everything was going to go off without a hitch. And as long as we continue to execute like that, 2022 is going to be an amazing year. Well, Marshall, 2021 was an amazing year. Can't wait to see the final numbers once Q4 is in and audited mm -hmm. and all that. But we already know from the first nine months that you pretty much hit out of the park. Man, congratulations. Congratulations on this big win kind of, you know, being official, even though we don't have, it's still you know, under confidentiality. So we we can't really speak the details, but congratulations on that, everything across the board. And as always, we know how busy you are, but your shareholders, including us, love the fact and appreciate the fact you take the time out like this to talk to everyone and, and provide great content. Really appreciate it, man. Not at all, George. It's just fun to be here. <laughs> hey, you guys are having fun. That When you're winning, you're having fun, right? And you guys are winning. So uh, looking forward to more winning and more fun in 2022. Thanks, George. For everybody at home, you've been watching or you've been listening by podcast on Spotify, Google, Apple, your favorite podcast platform, to Marshall Guntry, CEO of Data Metrics AI, trades in Canada under DM for our friends in the US, DTMXF, and for our friends in Europe on Frankfurt under D4G. If you're new to the story, if you believe in the future of artificial intelligence, if you believe in the future of social media uh, monitoring and reporting and AI-driven uh, you know, uh, reporting and all that, then you've got to do your due diligence and data metrics. And the two ways to do that is start at Agoracom, take a look at the company's profile page because we know it's a you know we know it's not the easiest story to understand because AI is new. That's not a fault of data metrics, but you know a lot of new concepts here. So we got it broken down for you, and then from there, link over the company's website to do your really deep dive due diligence. And hopefully today you've discovered your next great small cap AI company. Thanks for joining us. Have a great day. See you next time. Hey guys, the video's over, but don't forget to help your company by liking it and even leaving a comment below. And then don't forget to help yourself by subscribing to our YouTube channel so you never miss another great Agoracom small cap video.